Welcome back, listeners. I'm Robin Black. This is It's All About Healing podcast. In today's episode, The Battlefield of Life. Divided we fall, yet divided is what we are. We are all soldiers in the army of the Lord. However, in this world today, most are on the wrong side. I look at it, I look at it as a game of life. Of course, our lives are nothing to play with. However, the board game life, it's extremely long, but you also have to incorporate a few other games in there as well, like the game of chess, being more strategic than your enemies, trying to remain nine steps ahead of them. But it's also about alternating tiles, the black and the white, darkness or light. This is where the strategy comes in and it has to be strong. Here lies the manifestation or the non-manifestation. You have to watch your thoughts and remember the power of the tongue. What is it that you're really trying to achieve? Connect four. It's all about making the right connections in life and being in alignment with the right people. But is it the right timing? I remember watching one of Lady Gaga's interviews. In one of her interviews, she stated, hatred is an invisible snake. The plan is to divide so it's easier to take them down. We are unified in our humanity. At least we're supposed to. We're supposed to be, right? We're supposed to be unified. One nation under God, yet we are that divided nation, which is exactly what the enemy wanted anyways. And it's like we handed it over to them, right? It's all about connection, especially when it comes to children. We are who they look up to and how they learn and how they see the world. They see it through us. With all this division and all this fighting that's in the world now, what is there going to be left? Once we are all divided, what is left? We have to bring kindness and love and we have to stop frowning upon it. So many people feel that loving and being caring and kind to others is a sign of weakness and it doesn't make sense. Why is positivity frowned upon now? Love can be one of the hardest lessons to learn and feel. With love comes pain. Right. You don't sometimes you, it takes pain to even realize that you love someone to, oh, when someone leaves you or if someone passes away, once they're gone, you realize how much you actually love them because you realize how much you cared for them and how much value they added to your life. It's almost like the game of jacks, right? When you're playing jacks, for those of you who have ever played it. You, you know it's real jacks when it hurts your hand, when you're playing with the little ball and it actually the jacks actually hurt because they're the real jacks. They're like the metal ones. Whereas all the plastic ones, you can't really feel it. And the game's just not the same. You don't really want to play jacks that way because it just doesn't feel the same. It's the same way with love, especially when we're trying to teach our children tough love. Giving out tough love is just as hard as accepting the tough love as well. God does us the same way when he takes us through these storms and he's building our endurance and 
and preparing us for our blessings. It's he's showing us that tough love. It's not fun, but nonetheless, it's love. You realize how much you love someone and that's how much he loved us when he built this foundation. That's why his foundation is so strong. That's why so many people know the name Jesus because of how much love he put into this foundation. But it's also hard with love because sometimes you don't know who you're dealing with, right? That's where the game, guess who comes into play? Who is this person, right? Am I dealing with an empath or am I dealing with a narcissist? Am I dealing with basically a manipulator or I'm dealing with someone who actually wants to inspire me? It's all a part of the guessing game. If a person is well aware of what you are thinking or feeling, you become easier to influence or to change. It's why the power of the mind can be extremely dangerous if you're not careful. Because once someone is able to anticipate your reaction or, your pos or any possible response, you can become predictable on a very, very vulnerable level. That's why people who are manipulators, they, they feed off of your emotions and attention, whether it's good attention or bad attention, they don't care. They're, they're able to still read you. And if you ever want to know who it is that you're dealing with, or you're questioning what type of person you're dealing with, show zero emotion and watch how uneasy they become. And some become completely unglued once they lose control of being able to manipulate you and being able to predict how you react to certain things. Once, they're, once they lose that and they have no more control, they can't read you and they're going to want to just disappear. That's how you kind of will be able to tell the difference of what type of person you're dealing with. So just kind of definitely use your discernment when it comes to trying to figure out who you're, who you're around, who you're with, who you're dating. It's almost like we're also in a game of battleship. Like I said, with guess who, you know, don't allow someone that opportunity to anticipate your next move as well. Once they can anticipate your next move, you're easy to stop even before you try to get a chance to get out or to move away or whatever the case may be, they're able to stop you. It's like you actually are able for them to locate your ship, right? When you're playing battleship, you're saying F3, F4, they can figure out which direction your ship is, is facing so they can easily sink your ship. That's the same way with your emotions. They, they're able to locate your triggers and it's easier for them. But the only difference is, is in the real world, you're able to move. And a lot of us forget that we can, you can, you are never stuck. Whether you're in a marriage or relationship, anything, you will never be stuck. There will always be a way out. You just, that's where you have to play that game of chess. You have to be more strategic. You always have to try to stay nine steps ahead of the enemy. And if you still just can't figure it out, that's when you look to God always. If you want to come up with a million excuses or you're just, you're always looking for that negative because you have so many walls built, you can't, you can't even see where a clear way would be. That's when you look to him. 
Help me, God. How do I get out of this? I promise you every time he will give you an answer. You just have to start listening and you have to start listening to the right sounds, the right voices, right? That's why I say when that silence becomes loud, that's that negativity. Sometimes we might have to get in a place where we turn off social media for a week, for three days at least. Turn off the TV, stop seeing nothing but negativity because there's definitely no positivity, like ever. I don't even think I've ever turned on the TV and saw anything positive now. But sometimes you have to just completely step away from it so you can breathe for a minute and allow your mind to relax and settle down. And then you'll be able to hear the voice of God. You'll know which thoughts are divine and which thoughts aren't. Life is extremely hard. And we often sometimes fall into self-pity fairly easily. For example, if we use Gordon Ramsay, like he's definitely like the epitome of of tough love, right? He's a very well-respected man, but he shows tough love. And I'm not comparing him to God. I'm just, I'm comparing it as, you know, as an example for something for you to picture. But the purpose that he made, uh, I think it was called Hotel Hell and Hell's Kitchen. And you see and hear how intense he is. But why does he do that? What's what's his purpose? The main thing he speaks about in Hotel Hell in Hotel Hell was placement. Know your place and being able to speak authority over your place because you know who you are, you know what you're doing, and you know how great you are. So he is tougher on them because he knew they should have never settled for anything less but he genuinely loves people and he wants them to succeed. So he wants to share his blessings with others, which is truly how it always should be, no matter who you are. Although he has a rough approach, he may bring a grown man or a grown woman to tears, but he's teaching them how not to settle for anything less. That's what we have to do with ourselves. That's also what God does, right? Even when we're teaching our own children, we have to teach them tough love as well. And that's very hard to teach a child tough love. That's why I say, is it harder to give tough love or is it harder to receive tough love? But either way, you come out amazing. Either way with God, the way he does it, he tells us about these storms. He tells us that we're going to go through these storms. It's all in the Bible. But we still know that he loves us because he's right there with us, comforting us as we're going through these storms. How many of you have sat there and cried yourself at night and and you just felt like giving up and you cried yourself to sleep? Right. And some of us may still currently be having those days and those nights where you just you have nothing else left to do but to cry because you don't know what it is that you're going to do next. How how am I going to get out of this? You don't understand. I just don't understand, God. And we keep asking ourselves, why me? Because once you understand that it's not happening to you and it's happening for you. That's when things start to clear up. That's when the storm starts to clear up. 
And you look to God and he will give you the correct answer. He will lead you in the right direction. It's time to wake up and it's time to seek him. And just as I said earlier, we are all in the army of the Lord. He already has the victory, right? It's almost as if he has the devil on a leash because he's the one that has the, that has the victory. He's the, he's the one who gives the enemy the permission to do what the enemy does because he cannot touch us without God's permission. But yet we have yet to return to him. So why are we always trying to figure out how to fix things, right? We're always trying to figure out how to fix everything ourselves. We have, we have COVID, the financial crisis, the national weather crisis that we're in, the war, right? The threats of the war. Every last one of these topics are in the Bible. It's in the third angel's message. Revelation 14, 9 through 12. With a loud voice, if anyone who worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God. It goes further, and I hope many of you go and read it. Again, that was Revelation 14, 9 through 12. So who will you worship? I don't know about you, but I'm following and worshiping him and only him because I'm like, Noah, people can laugh at me all they want to, but me and my family are safe. We on this ship and taking a few other people who are, who actually uh, choose to go with God. We'll be safe while everyone else feels the wrath of God. No, thank you. I do not want to be on the other end of that. Second Timothy two twelve. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. So let's pray for those still enduring the physical war. Those who are suffering from financial worries, suffering from the weather uh, <laughs> catastrophes, suffering from mental battles, and also from many, many more. We have to start praying for each other and loving each other, bringing that unity back together. Because again, divided we fall and that's not what he wants. If we don't return to him, the wrath is just going to become stronger and stronger and stronger. It's time to wake up and open our eyes to that. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I'm Robin Black. This is It's All About Healing Podcast. Stay blessed.